The hour cometh, and now is, when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for the Father seeketh such to worship him. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 95. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hands are all the corners of the earth and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his and he made it and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 94 is on page 457. O Lord God, to whom vengeance belongeth, thou God, to whom vengeance belongeth, show thyself. Arise, thou judge of the world, and reward the proud after their deserving. Lord, how long shall the ungodly, how long shall the ungodly triumph? How long shall all wicked doers speak so disdainfully, make such proud boasting? They smite down thy people, O Lord, and trouble thine heritage. They murder the widow and the stranger, and put the fatherless to death. And yet they say, Tush, the Lord shall not see neither shall the God of Jacob regard it. Take heed ye unwise among the people, O ye fools, when will ye understand? He that planted the ear, shall he not hear? Or he that made the eye, shall he not see? Or he that instructeth the heathen, is it he that teacheth man knowledge? Shall he not punish? The Lord knoweth the thoughts of man, that they are but vain. Blessed is the man whom thou chasteneth, O Lord, and teachest him in thy law. That thou mayest give him patience in time of adversity, until the pit be digged up for the ungodly. The Lord will not fail his people, neither will he forsake his inheritance. Until righteousness turn again unto judgment, all such as are true in heart shall follow it. Who will rise up with me against the wicked, or will take my part against the evildoers? If the Lord had not helped me, it had not failed, but my soul had been put to silence. In the multitude of thy sorrows that I had in my heart, thy comforts have refreshed my soul. 
Wilt thou have anything to do with the throne of wickedness, which imagineth mischief as a law? They gather them together against the soul of the righteous, and condemn the innocent blood. But the Lord is my refuge, and my God is the strength of my confidence. He shall recompense them their wickedness, and destroy them in their own malice. Yea, the Lord our God shall destroy them. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here we get up to the fourth chapter of the book of Judges. When Ehud was dead, the children of Israel again did evil in the sight of the Lord. So the Lord sold them into the hand of Jabin, king of Canaan, who reigned in Hazor. The commander of his army was Sisera, who dwelt in Hasroth Hagion. And the children of Israel cried out to the Lord, for Jabin had 900 chariots of iron, and for 20 years he harshly oppressed the children of Israel. And Deborah, prophetess, wife of Lapidoth, was judging Israel at the time. And she would sit under the palm tree of Deborah between Ramah and Bethel in the mountains of Ephraim. And the children of Israel came up to her for judgment. And she sent and called for Barak, the son of Abinoam from Kadesh and Naphtali, and said to him, Has not the Lord God of Israel commanded, Go and deploy troops at Mount Tabor, take with you 10,000 men of the sons of Naphtali and the sons of Zebulun, and against you I will deploy Sisera, the commander of Jabin's army, with his chariots and his multitude at the river Kishon, and I will deliver him into your hand. Barak said to her, If you will go with me, then I will go. But if you will not go with me, I will not go. So she said, I surely will go with you. Nevertheless, there will be no glory for you in the journey you are taken, for the Lord will send Sisera into the hand of a woman. And Deborah arose and went with Barak to Kadesh. And Barak called Zebulun and Naphtali to Kadesh. He went up with 10,000 men under his command, and Deborah went with him. And Heber the Kenite of the children of Hobab, the father-in-law of Moses, had separated himself from the Kenites and pitched his tent near the terebinth tree at Zaniam, which is beside Kadesh. And they reported to Sisera that Barak the son of Abinoam had gone up to Mount Tabor. So Sisera gathered together all his chariots, 900 chariots of iron, and all the people who were with him, from Hadash Hagoin to the river Kishon. Then Deborah said to Barak, Up, for this is the day in which the Lord has delivered Sisera into your hand. Has not the Lord gone out before you? So Barak went down from Mount Tabor with 10,000 men following him. And the Lord routed Sisera and all his chariots and all his army with the edge of the sword before Barak. And Sisera alighted from his chariot and fled away on foot. But Barak pursued the chariots and the army as far as Harasheth Hagoim. And all the army of Sisera fell by the edge of the sword. Not a man was left. However, Sisera had fled away on foot to the tent of Jael, the wife of Heber the Kenite. For there was peace between Jabin, king of Hazor, and the house of Heber the Kenite. And Jael went out to meet Sisera and said to him, Turn aside, my lord, turn aside to me, do not fear. And when he turned aside with her in the tent, she covered him with a blanket. Then he said to her, Please give me a little water to drink, for I am thirsty. So she opened a jug of milk, gave him a drink, and covered him. And he said to her, Stand at the door of the tent, and if any man comes and inquires of you, and says, Is there a man here? You shall say no. And Jael, Heber's wife, took a tent peg 
and took a hammer in her hand and went softly to him and drove the peg into his temple and went down into the ground for he was fast asleep and weary. So he died. And then as Barak pursued Sisera, Jael came out to meet him and said, come, I will show you the man whom you seek. And when he went into her tent, there lay Sisera, dead with the peg in his temple. So on that day, God subdued Jabin, king of Canaan, in the presence of the children of Israel. And the hand of the children of Israel grew stronger and stronger against Jabin, the king of Canaan, until they destroyed Jabin, king of Canaan. Here endeth the first lesson. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou on the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 18th, chapter, 18th verse, the 7th chapter of the Gospel according to St. Luke. The disciples of John reported to him concerning all these things. And John, calling two of his disciples to him, sent them to Jesus, saying, Are you the coming one, or do we look for another? When the men had come to him, they said, John the Baptist has sent us to you, saying, Are you the coming one, or do we look for another? In that very hour he cured many of infirmities, afflictions, and evil spirits, and to many blind he gave sight. Jesus answered and said to them, Go and tell John the things you have seen and heard. The blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, the poor have the gospel preached to them. And blessed is he who is not offended because of me. When the messengers of John had departed, he began to speak to the multitudes concerning John. What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind? But what did you go out to see? A man clothed in soft garments? Indeed, those who are gorgeously apparelled and live in luxury are in king's court. But what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I say to you, and more than a prophet. This is he of whom it is written, Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will, who will prepare your way before you. For I say to you, among those born of women, there is not a greater prophet than John the Baptist, but he who is least in the kingdom of God is greater than he. And when all the people heard him, even the tax collectors justified God, having been baptized with the baptism of John. But the Pharisees and lawyers rejected the will of God for themselves, not having been baptized by him. And the Lord said, What then shall I liken the men of this generation, and what are they like? They are like children sitting in the marketplace and calling to one another, saying, We played the flute for you, and you did not dance. We mourned to you, and you did not weep. For John the Baptist came neither eating bread nor drinking wine, and you say, He has a demon. The Son of Man has come eating and drinking, and you say, Look, a glutton and a wine-bibber, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. 
but wisdom is justified by all her children. Here endeth the second lesson. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies, and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him, all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people, for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord, we beseech thee mercifully to hear us, and grant that we, to whom thou hast given and hearty desire to pray, may by thy mighty aid be defended and comforted in all dangers and adversities, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us thy humble servants in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. We have a 
story of um, Deborah and jail jail today in in our readings from judges, which is unique in that it, in the in the narrative of the judges, uh, the prominent role given to two women in delivering Israel from their enemies in this kind of circumstance. Deborah's called what sort of a, a prophet woman. People come to her, she judges Israel, which seems to have the sense that people know that she has wisdom from God and, and God speaks to her. So they come and ask her for 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 kind of advice. And then the commander comes uh, um, uh, and she instructs him you know, to go to battle. And it's kind of interesting, even the narrative of the battle, which is, it doesn't speak of any spectacular miracle. He mustered the troops. They fought. The Lord defeated the the, the enemy. Um, but 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 the command to fight by the word of God through Deborah, who then also accompanies the the troops out, and on the other end of the battle, Jael, who uh, maternally welcomes the uh, fleeing Sisera into the tent, and. Um, uh, you know, ends his life yeah. in tomorrow's reading, a sort of epic poem celebrating this victory. And so it's 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 not presented in any strange way that that people, you know, that it, it, it in a way the New Testament also uh, presents gifts of women, their prophetesses, and and that the word of God can come through through gifted women who also have the Holy Spirit, especially in the New Testament. But it's significant that that that, uh, that two women are the heroes of, of this particular story. And we go into the New Testament lesson with John the Baptist, um, where he, you know, it, it seems the, the, the sense of this is that John hears in prison, he's been arrested, <clears throat> that Jesus is doing things, and John is probably, I mean, my, my understanding of it, the way I look at the story is that John is wondering, well, if this is the Messiah who's raising the dead and, and doing all these things, why am I in prison, and when's the regime change going to take place? And so he sends um, disciples to ask Jesus, are you the one who should come, or we'd look for someone else? And uh, the the Jesus says in response to, to the, says, blessed are those who are not offended. It's where we get our word scandalized uh, from, you know, offended in me. And so, um, but then he goes on, Jesus goes on to say that, the, that because people, the Pharisees, the leaders don't, they didn't like John because he was kind of this crazy prophet by, down by the river, you know, that w was weird. And then like Jesus, because he ate and drank with the wrong people. And, and so they couldn't be made happy. And sort of a lesson maybe to take from today's two lessons is that God often works in ways we don't, that don't, aren't comfortable to us. And we have to be open to what God is saying from whatever source it comes. One way we cut ourselves off sometimes from the word of God, from hearing what God is saying is we have our idea of how God speaks exactly how it's supposed to go, who's supposed to do it. And therefore, we don't hear when God speaks in ways we're not comfortable with. And in our stories today, we have two women leading Israel to, to victory in the battle. We have John the Baptist, the crazy guy God spoke to. We have Jesus who eats and drinks with tax collectors and sinners. In our own lives, I, in my own life, I've I've been, you know, broadened on occasion when I realize, oh, God is doing something, God is saying something, revealing something to me, a situation which 
which I would not have thought God would have been in that place or God would not have worked that way. And so it, 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 it encourages us to come out of a narrowness of mind of how, of where God is working and realize God is working and talking and speaking to us through all the events of life and to be open to what God is saying, uh, wherever it comes from. So a few thoughts about today's lessons. Continuing with the prayers for all conditions of men. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving help unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith in unity of spirit in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving, Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore.